0: This episode of Love After Lockup Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Love After Lockup Cray Cray. I'm Kim, and I support the love of convicts.
1: And I'm Kyle. And if this podcast ain't lit, Cray Cray out.
0: <laughs> Kyle, I'm thankful for the weed house because I got Utah.
1: There's a direct line between we, Weed House and Mormonism. Clearly.
0: Yes, totally. What did you think overall of the episode?
1: Finally, things happened, right?
0: Some things happened. Some interesting things. I still find Brittany and Marcelino the most compelling.
1: Yeah, and I couldn't care less about the throuple. Um But yeah, Marcelino, fucking up Tito. Lam- I mean, call me crazy. Maybe I'm having a stroke. I kind of like Lamar now. What's wrong with me?
0: This was a redemption episode for Lamar. A hundred percent. He, it was so funny. I actually enjoyed watching him. The whole like Lamar and Andrea storyline was hilarious this week. And also though, disappointingly Tracy and Clint, that shit was fake, right?
1: It was so weird. Um, I
0: feel like it was totally fake.
1: That's what I said last week. I thought the fight was fake. I thought that their makeup was strange and way too fast. Um,
0: Weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Tracy has a serious push-up bra game, if you didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does.
0: <laughs> I also, Kyle, I have a great mathematics story for the end today, but Ooh, we're going to save it for the end. It's really okay. funny. Okay, All right. Okay. Who, where should we start? Should we? Okay. First of all. Let's talk about the schedule. So, this was episode 22, I believe. 21. 21. Damn, we have three more episodes. Did you know that?
1: No, we have two more. I thought it was 24 they said, total. They said in the preview yesterday on the basically the episode before the finale, which is next week.
0: Okay. That's good news because I am so ready for this new I think it's August 16th is the premiere of season three and I'm ready for some fresh meat
1: I agree I'm done with these people I mean like we're going to talk about a couple of interesting things that happen but 20 man 24 episodes or 23 episodes is a lot of TV to be with the same freaks
0: it really is even the other way which also has hour-long episodes so it's It's uh, kind of the same as like 18 episodes. So even that, like, and that's way better.
1: Typically, I want to die after episode 12 (laughs) of 90 Day Fiance. I fucking start to hate everyone. Like, it doesn't matter who. I'm sure I'm going to think Submit is a giant piece of garbage in a couple weeks. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) I hope not, too.
0: All right. Let's start with Tracy and Clint. So Clint seems unreasonably calm, at the very yeah. outset of this, like we ended the episode last week with Tracy screaming,
1: screaming and screaming kicking and
0: God. holes in doors, like Clint kicking out two holes in the bathroom door in the hotel, and then all of a sudden he's like chill and sitting on the bed. I don't buy so it if this what if
1: this was real and they really did kick out the film crew, they must have some amazing audio of what <laughs> happened, right but. They probably can't just like show the door for twenty minutes while they're screaming at each other. You know what I mean?
0: I don't know. I didn't believe this for a second. This is what I think happened. I have a theory. Her name
1: <laughs> is Stephanie. Okay. Her name is like, Stephanie. Why does why are you saying her name more, you dumbass? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I okay. This is what I think happened. Oh wait, no, it's like Ricky. Remember when Ricky kept saying Melissa? Like now? No, times?
1: totally. Oh, my God. (laughs) So this is
0: what I think. This is my theory. I think that Clint was talking to other girls. Like he was probably texting girls or messaging girls. But it was like before they filmed these additional episodes. And I think he told production about that. And they were like, we have to recreate it. I feel like this was like a remake. This wasn't like in the moment real. And they were trying to act. And I I thought it felt completely inauthentic.
1: It was definitely a re kind of hash of a prior fight that they must have had a long time ago. Cause I just exactly. cannot believe I cannot believe that Tracy wakes up the next morning and is like, I love you tee and like, they make jokes they kind of like make jokes about it. She's like, so is that how you're going to get in her pants? And I mean, I can't, I just can't imagine her reading Clint. And by the way, okay, here, here's another thing. So at some point did Tracy make Clint, Um, read all of the messages or something because she seems to know a bunch more than just what she saw that night you know what i mean
0: it was really strange yeah i just don't buy it i
1: i don't buy that that she reads clint saying she's not my goddess anymore and i don't love her and the next morning everything's hunky-dory that is that's like tough to come back from right
0: Totally. And I mean, she's just like chilling by the pool, Tracy is, saying like, you need to make it up to me. And then she's like, delete that bitch's number. And I'm like, he hasn't already? Like, what?
1: He, what right. And then, come on, like the liquor bottle spilled. Oh, that and, was ridiculous. And then Tracy's just like living her best life by the pool as if nothing happened. And like th- th- shot glasses with like dribbles of tequila. Like someone set that up. Come on. I know. It was just totally
0: kind of fake. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I what the one part that was like actually enjoyable was them sitting by the pool and she decides that, you know, Tracy decides that they want to renew their vows and that'll be great. That'll be fine. Sure, you, sure. Renew your vows after one year is very strange, but she's like acts like this is going to erase all of their problems and this whole like kind of emotional cheating that he's just done.
1: It always does, Kim. Why do you <laughs> doubt Elvis's magical power?
0: It's so weird. I
1: don't know. Anyway. I, um, I don't know. I mean, her, his mom's reaction to the beginning of this conversation was pretty funny. She's just... Horrified that there's some kind of news, like any news, there's no possible news that can be positive. she does not her.
0: want any babies. She doesn't want any babies. She says, Please, Tracy, tell me you're not pregnant. It's too good.
1: I love it. Why does she want to endure a church wedding with clint like i I don't understand. That- I know that she's like very traditional and conservative about this stuff. But how is that going to be actually enjoyable in any way? It's because it's going to be a hot know. mess.
0: She Well, think about it. They can cater it from the deli. They
1: oh. can have like the
0: biggest wedding in Hobbs. She's like,
1: looking for a marketing opportunity. Okay, totally. Now, I'm feeling you now. Yeah. Do you think that the season finale... Of Clinton Tracy's story is like a beautiful church wedding with <laughs> deli with like cold cuts and deli what? meats just arranged beautifully.
0: I do think it might be like the wedding. Wedding might be like the finale, right? If there's only a couple more episodes, I, did you notice yeah. Clint's shirt? By the way,
1: and I it said something that I couldn't. Yeah, it's, it said I, I don't I
0: explain. Didn't. I don't complain. I ex I explain or something like that. And I was like, Oh my god, such an okay. ironic shirt to be wearing as he's like being such a little bitch during all this like entire trip to Vegas.
1: What was he explaining when he was in the car being a little bitch? By the I don't sign? know.
0: He wasn't explaining anything. That's just what his t shirt said. I I. Yeah. It was horrible. I was like, Who picked this out for him? You know, anyway. Um, Yeah,
1: I'm with you. I think it's everything. The last two episodes has been total horseshit. I feel like Tracy would be apoplectic if she read his phone and had text. I think that she would have such a meltdown that she couldn't even talk.
0: I know, right? And she would definitely like try to get drugs. They didn't even like play up that potential storyline, right? Like she's an addict. When you have something go really, really terribly in a relationship, when you're an addict, you're isn't your go to supposed to be like falling back on your crutch? I, I don't Maybe know. Maybe
1: that's what they were trying to imply with the fake bottle of liquor or something. I don't know.
0: Maybe I don't. We already saw her shooting champagne. So what's a little tequila? <laughs> I don't. The tequila was definitely champagne a throwback. Champagne shooters. The tequila is definitely a throwback to the original, um, you know, wedding night where the broken bottle of tequila and the limes everywhere and shoot motherfucking crack night, you know. All right. The show is self-referential
1: in its fakery.
0: (laughs) Can we talk about the thruple? We're going to save the best for last. Yeah. So I actually enjoy. So this divorce attorney, this blonde, beautiful being. This is by far the best-looking divorce attorney, male or female, we've ever seen on the show. And also the sharpest. Also you the sharpest. You think that she's better
1: looking than, uh, than DUI Dr. Adam on 90 Day?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: Match yes, made I'd in go. heaven.
0: Ooh, Now, DUI Dr., as I've been told many times on Instagram, is married. and Stop oh, creeping off. on him.
1: Hands off, ladies.
0: I was like, oh, I was serious when I was creeping on him okay so the thruple. so sarah goes to get divorce papers and we're supposed to be like blown away by this and did then this divorce that, attorney
1: did, she, did you notice that like when she's in the car she's using her um her vocal affectation that we have uh commented on and like literally she gets out of the car and sits down with the white lady lawyer and affectation gone (laughs) it's just so funny
0: it's so weird yeah she's like yes i would like to file for divorce please i'm like yes hello is this person
1: (laughs) (laughs) who are you (laughs) this divorce
0: lawyer though she is brutal she's like uh excuse me why aren't you divorced already yeah. Like, I love how Sarah tells her the whole story, and it's horrible. This divorce the, this divorce attorney doesn't even blink. She's just like, why aren't you divorced? Like, what?
1: It, it's you- almost like she's watched the show already. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or, or she's just, like, prepped. or She, she watched Love After Lockup Season 2 before this, this chick came in with the camera crew, you know. She was yeah. mentally prepared. And she was the voice of America, screaming in horror. <laughs> at Sarah to get the fuck out of there.
0: But Sarah's response is I don't know, I guess I was just scared. And I'm like and the what? divorce I know and the divorce attorney has like the best retort, which is it scares me that you're still married to this asshole, you know? I mean, and I'm like, right. "Yes." It it totally. that is way worse. And also like You basically have three children because Michael brings nothing to the table. He just causes more stress. He doesn't bring any money. He's not employed. He's in jail. It's just more work. So really being divorced is like way less work.
1: No, there's less children, less problems.
0: I know. And she had like sex with him only one time in like two years. So it's not even like good dick or anything.
1: I guess it depends on your definition. Oh, I just of good threw up. Dick. I'm
0: sorry. I just threw up when I said that. I would edit it out, but I just... Oh, oh I just
1: realized who man. I was talking about,
0: and I really just threw up in my mouth. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> it's a fertile dick. That's for ugh. sure.
0: <laughs> oh, so gross. Uh, anyway. Why the
1: fuck? Okay, why the fuck? Why the? fuck is she going to go to Michigan to hand him the papers? Who gives a shit? Don't you have a goddamn... Can't you take a goddamn picture with your phone and then text it to him or something?
0: I got so angry at the storyline when she's like, yeah, I'm going to go just hop on over to Michigan to Flint. That's like a 12, 13-hour drive with two kids. Like, are you kidding me? And you're just going to hop over there to serve him these divorce papers? Like, no, please don't. Driving no.
1: with a 1-month-old baby. Oh my god, is can you not imagine? Fun. It's not fun at all. Uh, we went on a road trip when my son was 3 months old and he slept the almost the entire time but when he woke up he was a total nightmare of vomiting and screaming.
0: Horrible. It's terrible. And you know he's going to talk her out of it when I mean <sighs> she even admits like he has this power over me and I'm like, "Well, then maybe let the the police take care of serving him the papers. We know where he is. That's their He's got job. a GPS tracker have... on him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like. They're going to have to serve him anyway. Like her giving him the papers is completely irrelevant. They have to, it has to be served by an officer of the court, right?
0: It's yeah, no, absolutely. And I don't know. It's, it's weird when she's in this scene with Emmy too. And like Emmy's in disbelief that she went to the divorce attorney and, Sarah makes this big speech about how she deserves more, but she feels like she failed. And I'm just like, you can't make those two statements in the same conversation. Like I deserve I uh-huh. so much more. Oh, but I failed. I failed because like he doesn't love me. It's like, no, no, well, you just okay. you deserve I, more.
1: I I understand your confusion, but As someone that has been divorced, I'll tell you that you have, like, really conflicting weird feelings about it at the time. It sucks. Like, you feel like you're part of a statistic, you know? 50% of marriages end in divorce. You, Even if you hate that person, you still feel like you wanted to make it work, and going through this whole legal process sucks. And, you you, you know, when I got divorced, I thought about my wedding and how, like, I, I felt like I was... I let people down it's it's like a confusing and frustrating thing so i i yeah, think i understand I what she's what she's getting at essentially
0: i guess so it was i don't know again just going back she says the divorce is so hard because she has two young kids but i'm like he never helped you he yeah, never well, he helped took him to
1: the park one time like, like one that's it.
0: time yeah. so like yeah i get it that like that's kind of the stereotype. Like, I have kids. I don't want to get divorced. But like, he he just, He wasn't even around. I mean, even Aviana in the car when they're driving to Michigan is like, I haven't seen him in years and years and years and years and years and years. <laughs> that like, was sad. so sad.
1: Yeah. What's the best case scenario for her going to Michigan? She's going to get there. He's going to try to talk her out of it. And then they're going to get into a screaming match in front yep. of their children and scar them for life, right? Pretty much. But that, that's like the best case scenario. And, no, and Kyle. I think they're going to have a completely.
0: Off. I think they're going to have a completely civil conversation that ends very calmly.
1: It won't even be on the show. It's going to be so <laughs> normal, like they won't even film it. It'll just get cut because it's totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah.
0: God. All right. Let's talk about Megan though. Megan and her dad. So her dad has a knife and is cutting peppers, and I'm like, "Put that knife down, Papa." megan you know you just like you're talking about mike like you're probably not gonna want to have that sharp object in your hand
1: but if i had to talk to mike for any length of time i might stab myself in the face with that knife (laughs) so I'm gonna stab my eyes and ears out
0: horrible i i just i went to flint and picked up michael from jail And the dad says that she, the dad says something very insightful. He's like, she just wants drama in her life and she's making bad decisions. I'm like, she does just want drama in her life.
1: She just wants the drama. She's making money from the drama and now she's addicted to it. I think that she feels like this is her job now and that therefore she has to stay with Michael to like be on TV. I don't believe for a second that she actually like loves him the way that she, she professes to love him. It's such horse shit. She wants rock's dick. That's what she <laughs> wants.
0: She said she's between a rock and a hard place. I was oh. like, do you mean between rock and oh, oh. oh I wish we'd get to see that. It'd be better looking than
1: gusher. I I I kinda wanted her to talk about getting gushered in front of her dad and then him just like chop his finger off with the knife.
0: <laughs> so gross Megan's dad is kind of like stepdad Joe though he's just like he's not fucking around he's like he's telling it like it is number
1: one he can't keep it in his pants yeah no <laughs> shit
0: oh my god I have like four hold on this, these are four quotes from Megan's dad that I loved how is he going to provide for all these babies great question he <laughs> has not. issues and he can't keep in. he has issues he can't keep it in his pants very true he ain't real that's true. Your mama has wonderful intuition. Do you think this is right? <laughs> I'm like, clearly she didn't get that gene. I'll be willing to hand out ass whooping to him.
1: <laughs> have, have we ever met Megan's mom? Is she no. kind of like, I think she's kind of like Paul's Pol, dad. He just has wants no part of this foolishness in being on TV whatsoever.
0: We, I missed the best part. We have a situation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I understand y'all had a situation.
0: (laughs) Megan wonders if she should listen to her dad because, you know, she just doesn't know what to do.
1: I I love that he called him. I think that's hilarious. It was funny. Like this is he is so freaking proud of himself. And I think it's kind of funny. Like just, you know, that he agreed to be on this show, not because he for a second believed that he could convince megan of anything he just wants to look like a tough dad bro and <laughs> tell michael what's what Give a waffle.
0: totally um anything else to say about these thruple people
1: no let's have more fun
0: okay um we need to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor better help is there something that is interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals If so, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. Get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, family conflicts. Wow, it sounds like people from after lockup could really use BetterHelp. Everything you share is confidential, and if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. BetterHelp has over 3,000 US licensed therapists across all 50 states. So what are you waiting for? I've used BetterHelp and I love the convenience of it. I actually love going to therapy, but I find it a little bit intimidating and just inconvenient when I had to drive all the way to a therapist's office. I had to schedule appointments weeks or months in advance because they book out so far. BetterHelp makes Therapy affordable and accessible for everyone. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com/lovecraycray and get 10% off your first month with discount code lovecraycray. Cray. That's go to betterhelp.com/lovecraycray cray to get 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. Simply fill out a super quick and actually kind of fun questionnaire, and help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's BetterHelp slash love cray cray for 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. I'll also have a link in the show notes because I know a lot of you are driving. All right, let's talk about Marcelino and Brittany and Tito. Still <laughs> no fucking Gannett. Where is this animal? Kyle?
1: I don't where know. Is it? I don't know. He, it looks like he downgraded his house from the Airbnb that he was staying at or something. And okay. I wonder if he even has it anymore.
0: Can we talk about this? Okay. First of all, what the hell house is this? This is not the house we saw last season. Secondly, no. no. Secondly, where's his girlfriend slash wife? Was she hired to make him look I don't better? Know. I don't know. Thirdly, is he on drugs? He like wouldn't look anybody in the eye. He like was like looking off into space the whole time. It was so weird. He was like glassy-eyed, staring at the wall, wouldn't even look at Marcelino.
1: I'm not sure if he was on drugs. I mean, to me, it was. It, it didn't occur to me watching it, oh, my God, he's on drugs. I mean, he, he certainly could have been, but I think it was just more a stressful and frustrating situation, and Tito doesn't really have, like, really great communication skills, and he just got super pissed off and wasn't, you know, wasn't thinking Um, how did you feel did you think that Marcelino was talking to him about this in a respectful way that you know that shouldn't have led to this or was it inevitable based on the types of things he was saying
0: I feel that Marcelino could have definitely done better I feel like he let his emotions get the best of him, which is strange yep. because we always see Marcelino so calm and collected and like strategic, but he was what, what result did he expect? Do you know what I mean? Well, like, right.
1: That's that is we've been saying this for the last four episodes since this kind of idea came up. It makes no sense for him to go after a hundred percent custody. None. It's a really bad idea. And like, what did he expect Tito to do? I mean it's a pride thing, you know what I mean? Even if he doesn't want to deal with you know, taking care of Geo even part time anymore, which doesn't seem like he doesn't seem like he does, it's it's a pride thing for this guy, and I think almost any guy would be like, What the fuck are you talking about? Get the fuck out of my face. Um I just don't see what he thought he would get accomplished except for a fist fight by saying, I'm going to take your son a hundred percent of the time. Like also, ah, how does
0: he think that a this bad idea? Like, so they have this fight. This fight is on camera. There's video evidence that can be presented in court. A producer, by the way, that poor producer that was like trying to break him up.
1: I mean, that guy, He's a brave man. He is brave. I wouldn't have
0: gotten in the middle. He of that. did
1: not. He did not look like he was in the same fighting shape as uh, Tito and Marcelino. You know what I mean? This is
0: my other thing: is that Marcelino was ready to fight because okay, Marcelino is like he was in the military. He was a Marine, right? I think.
1: Yeah, and he's trained and he's in self defense. Clearly, so okay. I so mean, that's my
0: question: if he's trained in self defense, how did? Why didn't he just defuse the fight? He could have just like. If you know self-defense, you can, like, use people's power against them, right? So he could have just grabbed Tito, turned his arm around, held it behind him so Tito couldn't move, and then he would have completely diffused the fight. Instead, he throws a punch. He throws a punch. No, he wanted,
1: he wanted to hurt him. He wanted to, like, immediately show him that he was – I don't know. Show him he was serious. I don't know what the point of – beating the shit out of Tito was, obviously, there's only bad outcomes that can come from that. He either calls the cops and files assault charges, or it just makes it that much harder to get Gio in full custody, or he does exactly what he did, which was given that he has full control of the situation. He has all the rights here. He just says, bring Gio or I'm calling the cops now yeah i mean basically this is i think this is around the time probably when that whole tweet thing happened right so yeah the crazy for those, tweets. those
0: of you who don't know what we're talking about it was actually a facebook post and he was he put on facebook tito did that like britney had kidnapped britney marcelino had kidnapped giovanni they weren't taking him back they you know took a, the child and wouldn't let him home. And me- meanwhile, Brittany's posting geo at like the park on a swing. Like he's fine. Like he's, he's here, but Tito cried kidnapping. And, and I wonder, I guess if he does, because it was interesting to hear Tito go into the background of this too. Like, yeah, you know, i never fought for custody. The reason that I have custody is because Brittany never even showed up. So the court was just like, yeah, I guess they you have to take care of this kid. So, right. Uh, you know,
1: but she claims. Remember, she claimed at the lawyer but that like she didn't get it for a change of address or whatever. Who knows?
0: Totally, and who knows um, what happened? I honestly believe that Giovanni's really great with Marcelino and Brittany, and it's a good home for him, and they're good parents. So I, that's great. But it, it's just interesting when like what Marcelino? We've just seen him be so calm, so collected, so reasonable, so logical. This whole twenty-one episodes. And then he just loses it, whips around that minivan, and he's like, "I'm going to throw some punches." It doesn't make sense.
1: I totally agree with the thing that Tito said right before the fight started. He said it's ridiculous and disrespectful for you to come into my house and ask me that. I'll be and you know. Then he says, "I'll be dead before you give up." 100 custody. So well, Marshall you... fucks him up. Yeah, and and I wasn't surprised by that at all. Because he has, you know, military training. He not only threw a punch, but he got him in a position where he could have really hurt him. He he could have given him, put him in a headlock. At one point, he was um, in, like, a jujitsu pose to, like, he could have fucking choked him out if he wanted to or broke his arm or something and... um I have to believe it would have kept escalating if the production crew wasn't there, right? Can we
0: all agree that this is no River and Chantel who started the fight and who won the fight? Tito started the fight by getting up off the couch and lunging, and Marcelino fucking won this fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he ended it, that's he, for sure. He's
0: certainly it, but I yeah. still feel like he just should have used his self-defense to defuse the fight. I'm so mad. It was mad. a bad call. Yeah.
1: It it doesn't advance the goal of getting geo. Can you right? imagine if
0: I just I don't care who you are somebody marches into your house and is like I want 100% custody of your kid. You're going to have a bad reaction every yourself. single time. <laughs> there is even the worst most drug addict terrible, you know, murder parent is going to be like fuck you. No, you're not taking my kid. Like that's just your gut reaction. So, I don't know.
1: Yeah. And I'm kind of surprised that You know, I I don't think that this fight was fake at all, but if I was Tito, I would have been, like, blind rage, like, murder kill. I mean, I'm not saying I would have, like, (laughs) stabbed Marcelino or something, but I... I don't feel like he fought that hard, to be honest. I would have been completely seeing Red, like, rage, just charging him and, like, punching him in the nuts, trying to fucking tear his eyes out if he was trying to take my kid, you know? That's I would why
0: I wonder if he's on drugs. Crazy. Don't – do you think – Yeah,
1: he was a little he just, lethargic.
0: He looked like he was just out of it. I don't yeah. know. That's what it looked like to me. And I don't – I don't know much about drugs, so tell me if I'm wrong. I'm sure so, I'll get lots of messages. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um you know marcelino rolls back up and britney is like hysterical understandably because tito's texting her like bring Gio back or i'm calling the cops which is exactly like what did you fucking think was going to happen after this like he would just be like oh well i guess like he's going to use his legal yes. rights to fuck with you as much as he possibly can and like this this video is going to end up in court now if they have to go through a protracted custody battle it's the worst thing he could have done
0: it really is and even marcelino admits he's like as i arrive and i see Gio and Brittany's upset and tita's texting her like the gravity of what i just did really hit me i'm like yeah that was dumb it was a re- and i marcelino knows that i think but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we all make mistakes. I get it. Um, I've done dumb shit, but uh damn, that was a bad bad choice. You want to move on cuz I want to talk about Lamar.
1: <laughs> yes
0: wait let's save him for let's just breeze through lizzie and scott because it was dumb and it yeah. was like and then i just want to save lamar for last because he's like the icing on the cake it was so funny this this episode it was really funny. lizzie and scott lizzie's walking around in a towel talking about how the furniture is tacky i remember basically nothing about this segment except for charlene it looks so sad when lizzie says mean shit about her and i believe that this whole entire scene was contrived and fake Lizzie's hair wasn't even wet. Maybe she didn't wash it, but she's like walking around in this towel and it doesn't make any sense. Why? Yeah, why? it doesn't make why any is sense. She,
1: why is she walking around judging Scott's objectively terrible <laughs> taste in a towel?
0: <laughs> hey, at least he like, doesn't have Charlene, word art.
1: Charlene comes home from work. She's like, she puts on the ring just to like flex on Charlene. I don't think Charlene really cares, though. Charlene's uh, like, I'm just using they... this
0: guy for free room and board, okay?
1: Right. Like, do you think that they're together? No, I don't not think at all. That they.
0: Why would they hide I it? I don't
1: think. Yeah. I don't think Charlene wants to touch Scott's feet. No. I just don't think that's a thing at all. So she just comes out swinging like Marcelino. Yeah, fuck it how. And it was like, mean. I just so strange
0: and charlene looks Um, so sad she's like in her scrubs she's clearly going to work she must be a nurse or something like that and she's like either on her way to work or coming back and lizzie's like no remember scott you told me in the car you didn't want her around and she looks so sad and i was like that's a mean thing to say and like why are you threatened by charlene like he's not interested in her
1: when, when that was going on i kind of felt like what scott meant by that wasn't i can't get rid of her like she's a pest i thought he meant i can't get just get rid of her as in i can't just discard her because she's my friend right you know what i mean that's kind of what, how i thought did we even what, see him say i this? thought it meant i feel
0: like, I feel like, didn't like even he say said it.
1: something like that in the car but the context was more i can't abandon my friend instead of i can't get rid of this pest you know what i mean
0: yeah i mean look all I know is that this singular day has been three episodes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> at least.
0: Can we please? Lizzie and Scott have the best deal out of any of these people because they're in so many episodes oh and they only film for like oh two God. fucking days a season. Oh, it's it's
1: it's incredible. They're getting paid if they're really getting paid like five hundred an episode. They're making way more a thousand dollars an hour, basically <laughs> at this point. How do you get that gig? I don't know. God, I don't want it. Just I don't to want throw that. Throw a lot of, use. All you have to do is sacrifice a few rings and phones and bodies of water that
0: allegedly costs four thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking kidding me.
0: All right. Anything else to say about them, or can we get to the good stuff?
1: Yeah, it's just a drug test. I mean, I think. It, oh if it, yeah, drug I, test. I do believe. I do believe that Lizzie is clean. Me too. Be, me too. Yeah. And Scott doesn't seem like he's on drugs either.
0: Like Scott. <laughs> well, I don't know.
1: I'm sure he's, like, smoking weed. You know We're what I mean? sure,
0: but I, don't, I guess I don't count that. I, <laughs> I no, know no, it's still I know. in some states that counts, but as Lamar she, says, I, that's like drinking a soda.
1: It's, oh, 100%. Trust me. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but on the other hand, I do think that she will use that against him in some way if he tests positive for just even just weed. She's going to use that against him.
0: Totally, Yeah. All right, let's, um, Andre and Lamar, they're driving to Utah. It looks fucking beautiful. It looks beautiful.
1: I like what he was, they were talking in the car and he's like, why did you think you were marrying some altar boy that didn't smoke weed or drink? And I'm like, fucking thank you. You married somebody in jail. He was in jail. He was literally a crip. You had a blue wedding cake because those are his gang colors, you fucking moron.
0: (laughs) This is a nine-hour drive. And at first, I was like, where are her kids? And then she said that they like opted to leave them at home so that they could like work on their marriage. And I'm like, you're going back to Utah, Nyla and Tennyson's favorite place on Earth, and you're not taking them? They must be devastated. Devastated.
1: I mean, it's probably a good choice, but... I am very upset that we've had what forty five seconds of Tennyson this season. Very upset.
0: I love I mean. that. I love them both. All right. So it occurs to me, like it occurred to me when I was watching this, I was like, "Wow, Lamar doesn't actually know anything about her life in Utah. He's never been there. No. He doesn't know." We like, about how to she's see to what live. this
1: Utah shit about.
0: <laughs> and it's so. I mean, I do like empathize a little bit with Lamar. He's like. He says he needs to live somewhere where there are black people and it doesn't need to just be all black bit, people, but just not, at least not a full. few. A few. And then not when they full. show up to this Mormon's house, they have like one other black lady and they immediately put him in conversation with her. Totally. Like, See, there's a few. No, that's one. One is not a few. One is one. <laughs>
1: You skipped. You skipped Andrea licking the pole.
0: Oh, I sorry. Like we th- can go back. I just up. yeah.
1: No, that's fine. It's just like disgusting and strange and why? And I kind of hoped that her tongue would fr- stick to it. That would have been hysterical.
0: I loved it when Lamar said, "This party better be lit, or I'm out."
1: <laughs> I was like,
0: "What do you seriously expect?" I think he was joking, which makes me like him more. And in liking well, I by liking him yeah. more, I'm starting at zero. So.
1: I wonder what his definition of lit is. What does what exactly is lit? To I feel Lamar? like it's
0: something I wouldn't survive. Like I literally feel like it's something I just wouldn't live through.
1: I would be dead. Just, is is lit just like a measure of the general chaos of the event? <laughs> Is that what that means? I kind of think that's just—it's just like a bunch of people, and they're all fucked up, and everyone's having a good time. I, I
0: think know. it refers to the variety of drugs, and also
1: oh, okay. like
0: good music, probably. I'm the s-
1: concentration of usage of substances, and if you and will.
0: people that are doing said substances that are having a good time, right. and probably again, there's no good music in in Utah. Can we can we all agree that these Mormons are probably listening to some like questionable? I don't know, slow jazz or elevator-type music. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Barry maybe I'm Barry Manilow. Barry Meatloaf, Mallow.
0: as I referenced last week. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Um, my favorite part of this entire episode... Word art? ...was... No. Well, that was horrible. That was bad. But um, it was the interlude, which usually yeah. is just stupid and doesn't really provide any value. But the interlude was so fucking funny, this episode, where they're wandering around... The streets of Lehigh or whatever the fuck they are, and Lamar's just so confused by the utter silence and serenity of this neighborhood. He's like, the dogs aren't even talking. It <laughs> ain't right. I, I think that I mean I I kind of see where he's coming from. I mean I I don't, but just putting myself in his shoes he's in the middle of this town and there's like two random black people with a camera crew walking around and it it must have felt really strange i the neighborhood watch joke amazing oh it was, it was so, so funny. funny he's like
0: they're gonna call who the are they
1: watching they're, they're watching me that's who they're watching <laughs> <laughs> that was great it was really I mean, funny. literally literally true given his criminal record by the way but you know <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. No. That was it. I really laughed at that. I rewound it like three times to watch that little one minute interlude. And what we're talking about is like in between commercials, they'll sometimes come back for like this little one minute quick segment. And sometimes
1: they're dumb, but this one was really funny.
0: Um.
1: Um. He thinks the party is not going to be lit. No. Which he's, he thinks it's going right. to be church music. Yeah. Bonfires yeah. in the snow. Gonna have big ass jackets on and shit.
0: <laughs> he forgot about which the fishing. Totally he true. didn't realize it's there exactly, was fishing.
1: No, nope, you, know, you didn't. You're right, and like, okay. I wouldn't have realized it either. Who has a freaking river behind their house? That was amazing, right? It was. They have well, like it was a, a pond beach set up.
0: It was nice. No, it looked
1: like a river.
0: Maybe I thought it was a little pond. Okay, let's okay. let's talk about the specifics here. First off, the z- they're like z- Matt Sharp is zeroing in on the word art, and it makes me wonder oh if God. he's listening Awful. to our podcast, where we could constantly alert, like, complain about word art. Overwhelming. Red alert.
1: Overhead. Red alert! They even have a little word art above their pantry that says "pantry." I know.
0: I'm like, do you really need? Do you do you have all the rooms <sighs> labeled? Like linen closet.
1: Yeah. <sighs> and the the Y was a little bit crooked. You oh. know, freaking uh, so cute. Oh, awful. Bathroom. The worst.
0: Bedroom one. Basement. Like, are they all <laughs> labeled? Like what the fuck? Okay.
1: Oh my god. Um
0: and then he accidentally buys non-alcoholic beer, which I thought was hysterical. He's like this has never been a problem. Like there's no alcoholic non-alcoholic beer where I buy beer.
1: I wonder if he bought beer in a dry town and just didn't realize that was literally the only option.
0: Probably. That's a good point that may have happened. Um and then he's complaining that they made chitlins. <laughs> And he's complaining to the only other black lady that like they don't know how to make chitlins and the lady's like yeah probably not but like
1: probably they think not. that they should have made should have made fried chicken.
0: Hey, look, I would never complain about eating fried chicken. That's just
1: delicious. No, god no. Um I thought it was I thought it was sweet that those kind of very strange uh locals <laughs> were trying to fish with him and trying to ta- i mean i i hate it that they were kind of like proselytizing a little bit to him they you know hold back maybe until the second meeting before you start talking about joining the church of Mormon. did you
0: like the way they but framed it though like oh well tennyson. they were trying to frame
1: it like yeah like tennyson but then they tried to make it clear that no you should join and it's like, come on, man. Can't we catch one fish first together before <laughs> you try to convert me to your religion?
0: They're not catching any fish in the winter in that little pond. Good God. Um, can we talk about the characters that were trying to convert him?
1: My God. Children of the Cord, Mayberry. <laughs> Mayberry Joe.
0: Um, one of those guys looked like for, like straight out of the Hunger Games. Like, I mean, I, have you seen <laughs> the Hunger Games? yes it's like they have like weird colored Uh, hair and stuff i know steve colbert did this bit during when the hunger games was big and he like put on this purple or blue wig and pretended to be one of the characters and it's all i could think about because he had this pointy blue beard too and i was like this is the red version of the hunger games guy like anyway terrible
1: terrible it was almost like he was trying to the, make his face into an American flag.
0: All I could think was like, may the odds be forever in your favor. I was like, ah. Terrible. Okay. And then the other yeah. guy looks relatively normal, but he has his like ball cap on backwards. Like he's trying to be cool around Lamar. And I'm like, uh,
1: I don't know. I think he's just like kind of a a Utah truck guy. You know what I mean? Maybe.
0: Uh, Kyle, can I ask you this? Yeah. Would you ever dye your beard? A color. If you dyed your hair a bizarre color like bright red, would you dye your beard too? No. How would you? What are the logistics of that?
1: I don't know. I mean, like, beard hair is a whole different animal than the hair on your head, right. too. I don't even. Did he? He must have bleached it first, right? He. This seems like a lot of effort. Unless he has like wispy blonde beard hairs, I guess if that's possible, but. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like a lot of work and maybe he's married to the, the to the chick that we always said isn't there's no way she's Mormon because she's like covered in piercings and in crazy hair colors. Do you remember her? No. All right. Well, anyway, there one of Andreas' friends were oh, like Andrea, she's yes. not Mormon. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I, I just um that-
1: Lamar Lamar drops like a really you know, woke comment uh, there. He's like, I believe there is truth in all religions. And I was like, what? Who are you? Do I like Lamar now?
0: I had so many people reach out to me and say like, this episode changed my mind about Lamar. And I was like, I know he was so funny. And then when he said that super woke comment, I was like, who are you? But like, yeah, it was interesting to hear him say that. I don't know.
1: Does Does Lamar being funny... And kind of cool lend credence to Andrea's argument that they should live in Utah. Because yes. it seems like he's a bit of an asshole at all times when they're in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. And I'm not saying that just because he was funny in this episode that he's not an asshole normally. Um he has been in every other episode. I feel like...
1: One for 22.
0: (laughs) I feel like they need to go back to Utah because of those kids. Like, they clearly want to be in Utah. That's what they like. I get it. Like, LA definitely has some bonuses, too. They at least, like, learn some street smarts. They're not going to learn those in whatever the fuck place this is in Utah. But, um, you know, I don't know. And and they're definitely more culturally diverse, should we say, in LA, which is, you know... um, But they they like Utah. So, I, I don't... I'm divided. But, yeah, Lamar was definitely a much... I don't know if it was the editing or what, but he was a much nicer person in this episode than previous. And let's All end. Right, it. Well, are we
1: going to wrap it no, up with to, mathematics? We need
0: to end the Lamar and Andrea segment with a quote from Lamar. I'm oh yeah, I'm not becoming no motherfucking Mormon. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> I love Mormons. Can I just say?
1: And there you have it. <laughs>
0: they're so fun and funny, and they're very accepting of of others. Um, you know, I had a lot of Mormons reach out to me, like even just because we don't. Um, drink doesn't mean you can't drink around us. And I had a friend and she was married to a non-Mormon, even though she was super Mormon and you know, she didn't care if her husband drank. And I was like, Oh, he Mormon, you're very nice people. Okay. How nice. Yeah. Um, mathematics. Okay. Let me think. So ironically, I was at a yoga retreat and <laughs>
1: Wait, what <laughs> In the math- you need to explain.
0: I was, I, w- I went dark for a few days and it's cause I was at this yoga retreat and um there was it it was kind of in this kind of mountain hut type place and there was this kid there that kind of worked at the hut and on the last (laughs) night he he was young he was like 20 or 21 he was still in college and oh yeah he was um
1: real young real young kid. what
0: i don't understand (laughs) are you trying to say i'm a creeper gross i'm a married woman i was just talking to him we were all just chatting with him he was probably like oh my god there's like 20 girls here and this is crazy and anyway he he was drinking with us one night and um he told us a story
1: this is just getting worse by the (laughs) way but continue sorry (laughs) people were telling
0: like the craziest thing that happened to them and he was like i have one he's like I was going to a fraternity formal, which I don't know if you know about fraternity formal[s], but apparently they have like an overnight date type of situation party thing. And it was this is the best part. It was in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that the makes paradise, story of the the <laughs> paradise of the east. Paradise of the east. And he said that he was, you know, they just got there for the weekend. They're with these frat boys so of course they're partying super hard he's with his date and as soon as he enters the cabin or wherever they're staying hotel I don't know house his fraternity brothers are like do some cocaine and he's like oh I don't want to do cocaine and they're like do the cocaine and he's like fine I'll just do one line of cocaine and so he does one line of cocaine he had never done it before he's scared out of his mind already and this other guy walks by and goes that's not coke it's meth (laughs)
1: Oh, my God.
0: Jesus. He said he freaked out. He was like, Well, yeah. He's like, Please tell me I did not just do math. He's like, what do you do when you just snorted a huge line of meth? Like there's well, nothing you, you can do.
1: No, there's nothing you can do. You can't barf it up. He's
0: like all I could think about were those big billboards and those ads that are like not even once. And he's like, "I did
1: it. <laughs> I did it once." I did it once. I did it once. My teeth are going to fall out. So this
0: is well he snorted it, so probably not. But then this is the worst Still. part. So he goes out for the party that night with this girl he like doesn't know very well. He was just like barely dating her and they come back and the house has been robbed. So his shit is all gone. It's everywhere. And his date is like, I was like, Did you tell your date that you accidentally did meth? He's like, Hell no. He's like, I didn't tell her he's like, I liked her. I wanted to try to sleep with her. Like, I couldn't tell her that I did all this meth. And so, but he was like, I was acting so we I was super tweaked out. He's like, Now I know what meth feels like. It's horrible. And they had to call the cops, right? Because he got home and they had been robbed. And this girl was like, We have to call the cops. And he was like, he tried to pass it off. It's like, we've been drinking. I think he was 20, because he was like, We're underage. We're drinking. We can't call the cops and she's like we have to call the cops we were robbed like all our shit's gone and so he said it was the worst day of his life he's like trying to talk to these cops he's on meth he's so uncomfortable (laughs) he said 52 hours later if he finally started to come down and the moral of the story is not even once
1: (laughs) that's it that's all i have terrible
0: i don't know if that was a good rendition of that story but at the time it was hilarious
1: no, that was that was horrible and awesome.
0: <laughs> uh that's why I've never done drugs. So never know what it is. I have nothing else, Kyle. Do you have anything else for our beautiful listeners?
1: No, next week we have a guest host because I am going to be traveling the world, right?
0: That's true. Kyle's going to be in Iceland, so right now I have a guest host booked. I'm not going to tell you who it is. It's a surprise, but you know, oh. stay tuned. And hopefully, this guest host goes as planned. If it doesn't, there'll be no episode because I can't talk to you by (laughs) myself.
1: (laughs) Well, I can call in from the frozen north wasteland and just Mm -hmm. go outside with a microphone and talk to you. It might sound horrible, but we'll make it happen.
0: We have to focus on 90 Day because before the 90 Days premieres this Sunday. I know. Or sorry, month Sunday. Yes. Oh, my God. It replaces HEA. It's like... It's like shit into Thank gold. God. It's like shit into gold, Kyle. Sh-
1: shit into gold.
0: <gasps> all right. That's all we have. Thank you so much for listening. You can go to betterhealth.com slash love cray cray to get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.
1: Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.